friends, listen up. Did you know that you can watch some episodes of Not Too Deep for free? Watch them, I say, with your eyes. Go to fullscreen.com or download the Fullscreen app. You can watch our pretty faces and check out free episodes or a bunch of other fun Fullscreen originals like, I don't know, maybe our dear, dear friend Willem Belly's show Suck Less or how about The Skeptic's Guide to Wellness with Jacqueline Glenn or Psychobabble with those old so-and-sos Tyler and Corey. So try before you buy. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Helbig. This is, guess what, guys? A very exciting episode. Jack and I are celebrating World Kindness Day. We are reverse trolling some people that have left some not-so-kind comments on our social media. And Brandon Rogers is here. He's a a chameleon of characters and one of the nicest people that I've ever met. So we're going to hear all about what he thinks about kids' shows and how truly messed up they are when you think about it on this episode of Not Too Deep. Hey guys, producer director Jack Ferry here to let you know that support for today's show comes from our good buddies at Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. You can showcase your work, blog, or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You can head over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We're going. Yay. Yay. Another episode of Not Too Deep. Absolutely. We are the Blue Twins. Um, if you're watching this, we are, <laughs> yeah, we, we're coordinating. But that's because we have a... Uh, Brendan on later. That's right. That I'm so excited about. Brendan uh, Rogers is an amazing uh, YouTuber and just general character actor. Mm-hmm. He makes these insane characters and he's got a show on full screen uh, that's basically about like the behind the scenes of like a kid's show that goes really terribly wrong. Yeah, the way I described it to him, I was like, oh yeah, it's like a drugged out behind the scenes kid's show mm-hmm. uh, where craziness en- ensues. Yeah. I, I met Brandon a, a couple weeks ago on a, at a like a post-streamies panel. Oh, fun. And I was like, I I didn't, how did I not know who you were? You should come be on the show. Yeah, exactly. And he's like been on YouTube. I didn't even know. He's yeah, been on like YouTube. 10 years. Yeah, since the very, very beginning. Yeah. So he's like paid his dues. Um, but we are now paying homage to children's show hosts. Yes, in, our- honor, in honor of Magic Funhouse, yes. I am decided to dress as... Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Which, from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Which, it's just, you, everything that you <laughs> dress as that's supposed to be uh, on theme is just a version of your own clothing that you already have. Yeah, pretty much. So my costumes are really just like, oh, I'll wear this ensemble today. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm dressed as Steve from Blue's Clues. I mean, he has a green polo mostly, but we did the best that we could in the time limit that we were given. Right. Which also isn't far off from how I normally yeah, dress. Yeah, because you look, you look. Nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, I Do I look like I'm going to play rugby later? I feel like very uh, rugby lacrosse. Yeah, sure. That show is crazy. We're, oh, we'll I get, know. And we'll get into this when Brandon's out here with us, that how when you think as an adult back on the kids' shows that you grew up watching, they're bonkers. Oh, yeah, they really are. A lot of like weird choices being made. I completely agree. But we'll get to that. First, let's talk about kindness. Yes, because it's, uh, what is it? World Kindness Day. It's World Kindness Day on, on November 13th. No- November 13th, which, sure, we wanted to talk about kindness. I mean, children's show, I feel like there's a, a tie in there. Absolutely. There's always messaging of kindness going on. Um, okay, it started in 1998. Which always, like, why did then, did they decide today we now need to remind everyone to be kind? Yeah, I think we need more World Kindness Day now more than ever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we're we're really, really advocates of this. Uh, one of, <laughs> so I guess Oprah has, quote, little acts of kindness that she's, like, posted online or talks about in the past somewhere. Yeah, these are, like, things that you can do that then people will then pay forward. Yeah, she, gave, she gives yeah. Uh, examples in case you are fresh out of ideas on how to be kind to someone else. Uh, And here are some of the examples. Write a letter to a child who who could use some extra attention. That's specific and actually kind of (laughs) creepy. It it doesn't say your child, to a child. A child. Okay. Mm, Let a fellow driver merge into your lane. No way. That's something I do 
all the time. So you're welcome. But that's just driving. That's not <laughs> yeah, kindness. I know. I know. <laughs> Offered to babysit for a single mom. Also creepy if you don't know that mom or their child. Very good point. If you walked up to a single mom, you're like, I'll watch your kid if you want to go shopping. <laughs> yeah, but imagine, hang on, to be fair, imagine if that person that walked up to you was Oprah. Sure. Then I you'd think say these apply yes. only to Oprah. <laughs> only Oprah. If I Because then later you're like, Oprah let me in in traffic. She didn't cut me off. Right. It's or amazing. if I had a kid that I neglected, which probably would be the case, <laughs> and she wrote him a letter, I would be like, that's really cool of her to do that because I don't have the time for this thing. Thank you, Oprah. Uh, call a teacher who changed your life. That is something that I would like to do because I have had some very Have you done that? No, and I don't know what's preventing me from doing it. Mm -mm. Because I have had some very influential teachers in my life. Yeah, who would you call? Who would be number one? Um, See, that's part of the problem is I don't remember all their names. Oh, that would be, yeah, you should learn that It was such a long time ago. Um, But I definitely had a teacher uh, when I went to NYU that Mm -hmm. was very inspirational. Cool. Who, like, really helped me. This sounds like the vaguest lie of all time. I definitely had a teacher at NYU that no, was no, inspirational. No, no, I can t- I can tell. Her name is Moa Grodnick. She was an amazing professor. Okay. And she, like, she she was great because she was, like, really believed in me. Yeah. And, like, when I had – we were doing, like, a very big, like, senior thesis project there. And it was very overwhelming. And I got very overwhelmed and emotional at one point. And uh, she just pulled me aside and she was just like, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You're really fucking good. You're extremely uh-huh. talented. Uh, so man up. <laughs> yeah. And it so was it exactly sweet and then ended with tough love. Yeah, but that's what I needed in that moment. I yeah. think she knew that. I think sometimes she knows when it's like, I got to give somebody a hug because they're, you know, uh, emotional. And then she sure. knows when it's like, okay, you just need to toughen up here. It's like, a, this is a tough business and you have to, sometimes you got to, you got to pull, push through, even though you're afraid that you're going to fail. That's cool. Yeah. She gave you some confidence. Yeah. She was that's, great. Yeah. I had a teacher in uh, college. His name was Roberto Marinas. And we remained friends after college. She was a screenwriting teacher and I was taking a screenwriting class and he was like, you're really good at this. Do you want to, uh, we can do like a separate side, like attention program thing where Mm -hmm. I signed up for, I forget what it's called when you like create your own class where they give you credit to like. Oh yeah. Individualized study. Yeah, exactly. So we did that where once a week I just meet in his office and we were writing a script together and he. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He ended up getting into this like Disney fellowship program and like had to leave school. But I was like, this is like really great writing experience with someone that has sold scripts before in the past. And he was just like super cool about it. And now he's out here somewhere in Los Angeles. I'll write him a letter. Hey. Sign it from Oprah. Or just a Facebook message. (laughs) That's that's good too. Uh, The last thing on this list is bring a box of donuts to share at the office. That's something that's very easy to do. Yeah. And I don't bring anything every time we come here. You should start doing that (laughs) because donuts are delicious. I mean, we at one point... Had a had a breakfast burrito situation going on here. That, that was, was nice. pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I feel like um, they they do that when they know we're going to show up hungover. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> you can bring a box of donuts, or I suggest bring a box of wine to share at the office. <laughs> yes, I think that great idea. I would say that person's incredibly kind. <laughs> um, do you think we're kind people, Jack? On a scale of one to ten, how kind do you think we are? You and me. Yeah. I think that we are. Let's very, make this about us. Yes, right now. that's that's. Uh, I think that you are very kind. Oh, thank you. You have a you have a lot of empathy. Yeah, I think uh, compassion and empathy are two of like the coolest human traits people can have. I think uh, that's one of the things that makes us human is the capacity for empathy. True. It doesn't make uh, psychopaths don't have compassion or empathy or computers or and computers <laughs> and computers. I mean, Siri sometimes has some empathy. She, she can tries get to a help little, out. She can get a little sassy with me. That's true. She's a little judgy. Um, but I, I I like to think that I can be kind. I I do know that I have a tendency to get a little curt <laughs> when I am. Uh, Stressed out and I'm working. I feel like, and let me know if you have this same experience. Moving from New York to Los Angeles has made me a slightly kinder person. New York hardens your heart and you just hate everyone eventually when you're there. Yeah, I think you're right. I remember when I first came here, I was definitely like, every time I went in anywhere in like a store or whatever, I'd be like, man, you got to pick up the fucking pace. (laughs) I know, so impatient. What is with this lackadaisical attitude out here? And now I'm like, I go to New York and I'm like, why is everyone such a damn hurry? I know. Slow down. Everyone's so aggressive. Everyone's fighting for space. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of fighting, let's talk about trolls. Oh, good. My favorite part of the internet. Yay. (laughs) That's what comes with the territory of being online. There's trolls. So we thought it'd be a fun way to show kindness Mm. by doing some reverse trolls. Trolling. We uh, we found some 
uh, not-so-positive comments about Jack and I, and so we wanted to kill the troll with kindness. Yes. Not kill the troll. With kindness. Kill them with kindness. <laughs> kill them with kindness. Not killing. Reverse Re- trolling, which is a really difficult thing to do, and I'm not that great at it, but uh, I also think it wasn't difficult for them to find uh, mean comments about <laughs> us. <laughs> so, yes, I agree. So that's great. Um, all right. Here's comment number one. It's mm-hmm. from at Allie Doodle, because we will be calling you out there is your tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, she tweeted, is Grace Helbig overcompensating for something or, <laughs> and no, nothing else, didn't tag me. From October 1st. Um, I would say, Allie, I appreciate your curiosity. I think <laughs> your voraciousness for finding the truth is unmatched. Um, I also appreciate that you didn't at me in this as to... <laughs> As to bring it to my attention and or anyone that follows me's attention. Um, I also truly hope that you're okay and that you didn't have a stroke in the middle of uh, writing this oh, comment. Since it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it has a... Has an ending. Yeah. Can we check on Allie, guys? Let's check on Allie. Also, to answer your question, wildly overcompensated. <laughs> Constantly and forever. So thank you, Allie, for paying attention. <laughs> uh, okay, so mine is from... LPS Rachel Dash Star. Ooh. Uh, Lips Rachel Star, I guess. Sure. Um, from, on YouTube. Ooh, this is from a year ago. Yeah. I thought Jack was a lot younger <laughs> <laughs> because I've only heard his voice on the podcast. His voice and his look slash age just don't match. <laughs> Thanks, Lips Rachel Star. That's wow. very sweet for you to say that I have such a youthful personality and voice. <laughs> That's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me. Because, oh. in fact, I am 80 years old, as yeah. you can tell. Yeah. Great skincare routine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one comes from Eighth Slight. Uh, they tweeted, uh, quote this with the name of an idol, and I'll tell you if I'll smash or pass him slash her. And then someone oh, – uh, oh, and then he quoted himself and said, Grace Helbig, pass. Wow. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, well, I, <laughs> I, I one want to thank you mm-hmm. um, for considering me uh, at all and giving me the attention that um, my sexual self deserves. Also, did he write this on your birthday? Oh, it is on my birthday. <laughs> oh, what a great at five a.m. on my birthday. <laughs> So thank you for being up so early, early celebrating the day I was born with me. I wasn't even awake at that point. To let you know that you, he will not be smashing. And it's, I think this is important because I, I, would, I wouldn't want to have sex with you either because I don't know you. So I appreciate your consensual passing. Mm. Um, a lot of men don't respect women these days the way it seems that you do. And I want to thank you very much. Um, and I hope that you continue to be a respectful human being in the world. Hey, one less thing for your to-do list, Grace. True, true, true. <laughs> uh, okay, my my next mean comment Ooh. comes from Sunshine Rewards fan on Ooh. iTunes. This seems like a bot, but let's see what this bot has to say. Okay, um, jumped the shark with Jack is the uh, headline. Okay. One star. Wow. The introduction of Jack, who lends nothing to the show has made me rarely listen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Please return to the old format and get rid of Jack. Wow. I mean, yeah. strange that our old format also had Jack. Yeah, that is kind of strange, yes, because I've always been a part of the show. <laughs> this We created the podcast together. That's true. <laughs> so um, I guess we could go back to before the podcast existed and uh, have it not exist anymore. But... Um, uh, thank you for your feedback, and it is because of this that I have decided that I'm going to lend something to the show, mm. um, starting with a dollar. Oh, thank you. I'm going to lend not too deep a dollar. Thank you. So maybe that'll help uh, Sunshine Rewards fans. Sunshine Rewards, where are you? I, uh, listen. All yeah. right. Uh, okay, the last comment for me comes mm-hmm. from and it says, Grace Helbig is so cringy. Your career is over. Please leave. Hashtag streamies. This is a tweet from Arcane Floor. Wow. For, again, it looks like Jon Snow. It does. <laughs> uh, 
and they are participating Gab Spoopy Reel. So they're participating in the Halloween mm. renaming your Twitter handle game, which is great. I did like, you did you do that? Um I have a I have a very spoopy Halloween icon happening right Ooh. now, but I didn't change my name. Got it. I changed mine. To what? Count Jacula. Oh, that's good. That's I actually good. put it to a vote. Oh, that's oh, you crowdsourced. I crowdsourced it. Good yes, for you. <laughs> good for you. Um, Arcane Floor, thank you one for uh, following my career enough to know that it has peaked and is becoming over. Um, and thank you for being so polite about wanting me to leave without demanding it. And also thank you again for also not adding me in this tweet as to not. Bring this directly to my attention. The so. day before your birthday. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, cool. So uh, the final comment from me mm-hmm. comes from Molly Orphanos on YouTube Ooh. one year ago. Did anyone else notice the bald spot on Jack's head? Wow. Wow. Coming in hot, Molly. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Molly. I did notice the bald spot <laughs> on Jack's head, but I appreciate you pointing it out so that everyone else could see it too. I mean, yeah, and she's not sure. Mm-hmm. This was actually back when I used to uh, I used to dye my hair brown. Oh, and I think it was more pronounced. You could see it much more now. Now that I've went with my more natural color, I think it's it's still there. Obviously, I'm still losing my hair because, as I mentioned, I'm 80 years old. True. I mean, for an 80 year old, you have a very um, a, a lot of hair. Thank you very much. Yeah, you so, should be. A- Proud of that. I appreciate that. And, and thank you, Molly, for pointing it out and uh, giving me the confidence to go back to my natural <laughs> color where it's less, slightly less noticeable that I've got a giant bald spot on the uh, top of my head. The internet is such a wonderful place. That yeah. was reverse trolling. Thank you guys for giving us the opportunity yeah, to thanks, show you guys. ways in which you can be kind when people aren't that kind to you. Um, we're going to take a quick break with all this oozing kindness. Yes. Uh, And when we get back, we have Brandon Rogers, and we're going to be talking about all sorts of things related to old kid shows, how he creates his characters, all kinds of stuff. OG YouTube. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back with Brandon Rogers on Not Too Deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Guess Where? Uh, I think I know, but tell me. Squarespace! Yay! Are you guys ready to start a new business? Make it stand out with Squarespace with beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. Truly, they do. And they've been... Good friends of ours in the show. It's from, weird that they like us this much. I mean, I, I love it because I really do love their service. Mm-hmm. I am currently using Squarespace to redo my website. We used Squarespace to create popcorn.show. And I have to say, it's very easy to use, super easy to update, like put new stuff on it. It's very intuitive because I have to say, Jack's not a web designer by any means. Not at all. And uh, you can customize everything from the look and the feel to settings and products using just their beautiful templates, which are all created by world-class designers. Not to mention that everything is also optimized for mobile, Ooh. which is really important because when you, when you make a website, you want to think, are people going to be able to experience this on their phone mm-hmm. in the same way, which is really important. And you can use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. Sweet. And best of all, if you're anything like me and you are not a super tech-savvy web person. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Amazing. And if you do have a question, they have award-winning 24-7 customer support to help you out. The future is coming. You can make it brighter with Squarespace. And guys, if you go to squarespace.com right now, you can get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com, offer code GRACE. And like I said, they are good friends of ours and friends of the show. So if you're thinking about starting a new website, please consider checking out Squarespace. Not, not too deep. Oh, hey, Grace. Hey, Jack Ferry. Are you hiring? Uh, I might be, but I could use something to help me. Well, if you're hiring, do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Not a clue. Okay, let me ask you this. What if hiring could be easier? That would be great. More streamlined and less time-consuming. Helpful and wonderful. So even when you're busy, you could still be smart about the way you hire? How does that happen? Well, if you're hiring, you know that quality hires keep your business moving forward, but also know it can take a lot of time to find the right candidate for the job. That's true. Well, guess what? What? With ZipRecruiter... 
you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. That seems efficient. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting wow. so you can receive the best possible matches. That's great. And that's also why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on r- the right candidates finding you. It finds them for you. That's helpful. No wonder 80% of employers who use ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Well, I'll be damned. No juggling emails or calls to your office or your cell phone. You simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place using ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And guys, because you're listening to this show, mm-hmm. you can find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and in industry to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. You just have to go to ZipRecruiter.com grace. Mm-hmm. And you can post your jobs there for free. Free money. That's right. For free. Doesn't cost you anything. Zero dollars. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash grace. You can post jobs on ZipRecruiter right now for free. One more time to try for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash grace. Grace, me. Well, we're back. We're going. Here we're we here go. with Brandon. Yay. Hi, It's a pleasure to be here thank and I'm having you a great time. For, oh, thank you already. So fun. <laughs> That's which one's my camera? This one? Yeah. I'm uh, assuming. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You can choose. They give us a little this. readout, but I don't have my contacts. So hello, I'm picking you. I know. We used to have the thing up there that made to turn it off because everyone would just stare at their own face on that monitor the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So it's not the best for podcasts, but yeah. we make do. It, it's nice. Yeah. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for We're having me. Just talking about how you just started salmon stuff. Yeah. Which is stuff a, and Sam. Stuff and Sam. Sorry, I'm dyslexic of the mouth. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One, I want to know, how did you create this character, Sam? You described him as a super closeted Republican. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I, I just think there's something so charming about someone who is so against who they really are <laughs> that they become almost a really sweet, chipper version of this alternate reality. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it's it's kind of, Sam is, uh, you know, because I was, I was in the closet for many, many, many years. And I lived in a very, very chipper town that uh-huh. was influenced by a lot of... Um, you know, religion, upbeat religion, you know, sure. kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, this Jesus is, is fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I kind of developed this persona in my head of just like, all right, let's do, yeah, go, Jesus, you're the best. <laughs> and na, 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 I'm not real. And like, and uh, it was, it was very, very, uh, it just, it was a persona that was way, way, way rooted deep down. And I just took him out and amplified him and gave him steroids and turned him into this like way too over the top, yeah. religious, conservative, man loving, but not loving. He just <laughs> thinks men are better than women uh, kind of guy. That's and so, amazing. <laughs> and so what's the premise? Because the show is on yeah. Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's 20 episodes. I figured 20 episodes at roughly five minutes each is like a, a movie when you watch them back to oh, back. Oh, true. So, so they're chronologically like right. There's a narrative, a through line. Yes. Okay, cool. And uh, in the first episode, we kind of get to know Sam and who he is. And then the mm-hmm. second episode, we kind of learn that he, you know, has more love than than he's he has he's willing to give more love than he'll ever get. Okay. And the only way that he can find someone to love, you know, forcibly is is by adopting a kid. <laughs> so <laughs> so the the premise of the whole series is everything he must do to adopt a kid, every oh, step he has to take. Amazing. Um, and so it's yeah, it's it's a fun universe. That's so fun. <laughs> And I mean, thank you for making time being here because you just said you've been up for 48 hours editing and working on yes. the show. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fine. I, as long as I can snap into Sam still, yeah. it's fine. We're good. Once I start trying to snap and he's not coming through, I'm like, I need to sleep. Because <laughs> you do, but, you're super hands-on with all of like the mm-hmm. bigger projects that you do. Like you yeah. just want to stream me for costume design, right? Thank you. Yeah, that was Magic Fun House. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It was a fun costume to make. I was, that, I was up at two in the morning in the studio. They let me stay overnight in oh the studio, God. and I'm literally on the set on my hands and knees with a hot glue gun and scissors <laughs> and just Frankensteining this thing together. That's like Project One Runway of you. Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. And, and then I, I took a picture and sent it to our producer at like 2 in the morning of mm. me in the costume, and I said, I'm, I think no wig. And she was like, 
no wig wig <laughs> use the wig it looks weird and then so yeah the, the costume came together overnight and I wear it it's the same costume to this day it's it's been you know touched up and sure bit, but it's the same wig the same hat that I cut up wow it lasted through two seasons that's amazing so, thank you um and like I said uh so Sam going back to Steph and Sam he has a roommate he does. And it's played by this woman named Paulette. <laughs> yes, Paulette Jones, who is a... <laughs> How did you find her? I, How did this happen? <laughs> I'm very happy to say that we found each other with no middlemen involved. It oh, was really? us finding each other. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, I used to... Before I did YouTube, I was doing television commercials for local businesses. I would oh, shoot wow. like... Small businesses would hire me to... You know, those crappy TV ads you'd see like on Better Call Saul, like yeah. on public access television. Yeah, yeah. I would make... I ran a business where I was a one-stop shop. I was a one-stop guy. Come to me. I'll shoot it. I'll oh, cast my. it. I will edit it and I'll give you the the mp4 and you do what you want with it so wow. I did everything and um and I, they were casting for the sweet old the role was called sweet old lady <laughs> <laughs> and Perfect. Paulette walked into the room oh, and I'm wow. sitting there I, I was casting it but the guy whose business it was was mm-hmm. sitting next to me sure and he was looking at all these actors and when she I was enamored with this woman <laughs> She has the, and to those of you who don't know who this woman is, she has the most distinct facial. She's an older woman who has very distinct facial features, very distinct voice, very distinct ma- mannerisms. Un- I thought her voice was you voicing over That's what a lot of first. people think. Yeah. No, yeah, that's her. And and a lot of people don't think I would get someone, you know, who who would say things like that so <laughs> willingly. Um, so she's got a mouth on her. Yeah. In all the episodes. She, um. She she did not get the part of sweet old woman. <laughs> the director looked at me and was like, no. As soon as she walked out the door, he no. And uh, so I said, okay. So I, I went, I called her uh, that night and I said, I, I have a YouTube channel. You didn't get the part, but I have something else <laughs> I would love for you to wear. So the next morning, uh, she met up with me for coffee. And That's amazing. We, yeah, that was that. Oh my gosh. Well, now, so I think a lot of people don't know how long you've been making YouTube videos. <laughs> Um, I've been doing it for about 12, 12 years now, but That's, only so the last... So when the site was created, you basically were right on there uploading. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I really looked up to people like Lisa Nova and... Uh, yeah, she's and, great. I mean, all of the... I mean, what was it? William Sled and, and Dave Days. Those mm-hmm. were all the big heavy hitters back then. And um, I wanted to be one of them. I really did. And so I started making sketches. I went to like all the YouTube events back then, which yeah. were kind of weird. And like the branding <laughs> was different. And it was... Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I... I, I, it took me 10 years of just making content to finally, you know, jump That's out. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and Jack was telling me earlier, because you guys were on a panel yeah. together, um, that the Fine Brothers had, like, a big hand in, like, getting people over to your channel. Right. Well, Vine Vine came out. Okay. And uh, once once Vine was out, people were uploading six-second clips of my videos, to, mm-hmm. and, and those were going huge. And, and uh, people were... N- you know, recognizing the characters, but A, they didn't know that they were characters. They thought they were real people. And oh my B, God, they thought it was just found that's footage. That's such a compliment yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. but, but no one made the connection that it was even the same person playing these people. Oh. So it was kind of like a Bruce Wayne feeling where your entity is getting all the credit right. and you're just kind of like sitting there in your castle going, oh God, no one knows who I am. <laughs> no one knows that I... And so the Fine Brothers saw that they did severe homework they, yeah. they looked me up front and back and they did a whole video about me and oh, uh, cool. to their 14 I think at the time they had 14 million followers and so they just went to all of that wow. and the next morning I woke up to 27,000 new followers overnight that's insane and uh yeah and so they they yeah they were a big part of that that's <laughs> crazy so for I mean you have like a rolodex of these characters do they come from people you know in real life or have met or just like personality traits picked here and there from other people kind of just personality traits that I love about someone I'll pick a, a, a trait that I think defines that person yeah. or, or, or at least a trait that you really only think of when you see that person uh-huh. it's like well there's got to be other people who see that in other people like right. I can't oh, be the sure. only one who thinks that someone who you know won't stop talking you know about her dead mom you know every time <laughs> I see her is, is weird like, I, I, yeah and so I figure why not just in <laughs> I love the idea of making fun of people. I don't make fun of people, but I <laughs> I love the idea yeah. of it um, in my head. I you know, and so I figured playing a character 
based off of him is the best and most harmless way to pick on someone. Oh, that's true. It's not <laughs> so you. It's it, his character. It's voice. not me, yeah. right? <laughs> they could be as racist or say, and not that I believe in those things at all, but I mean, I could say whatever I want oh. and someone else's, it's someone's fault, not mine. Yeah. Because that character. <laughs> that's, I mean, that was, I fell in love with Miranda Sings because of that yeah. ability that Colleen could filter whatever she wants through this character, through character. and talk however she wants about whoever she wants. Yeah. But it's all through this like point of view of this other person. It's, it's like laundering your your need to be crazy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's such a good way of putting it. Oh, that's it's, exactly because it. it's all so legit great. when it comes through someone else's mouth. That's true. Um, so this magic fun house is like uh, behind the scenes of a, a kids show. <laughs> yeah. So I long time ago. Sorry, it's a I, it's, it's a, a reach. Weird, it's a reach. And I keep sorry. missing the mic. <laughs> um, I um, yeah. So I used to work at a TV, a public TV access. I did an internship there for a okay. while, and um, I they they had they had big egos to say the least they were they were pretty <laughs> for a public access yes they were and uh-huh. I wanted so badly just to get my foot in the door in TV and yeah. so these people were very like you know they would see my videos on YouTube and they're like your stuff is oversaturated and there's no <laughs> substance and you know no one's learning anything from your videos it doesn't it'll never be on TV oh my god and I always kind of had this like kind of grudge against them for so long because they made me feel like garbage working there yeah and now I feel like and you were doing free work for them yeah, you're interning yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for very long <laughs> but I did um, and so they left enough of a taste in my mouth to where I always want to do a show picking on them. Oh, yeah. And so Magic Funhouse takes place at, at TV30, <laughs> which is the network. <laughs> oh, wait. So you didn't even veil it in like some That's other no. party. <laughs> no. And, and for the record, Stuff and Sam is also produced by TV30 oh, at my. the beginning of the episode. So all your content is just one long revenge plot. It's on this one guy. big middle finger. <laughs> That's and amazing. I, uh, I got a, a call uh, the other night from an old, old friend of mine, and he was he used to you know, work at TV 32 uh-huh. and he was like, wow, you will not stop picking on them. I just saw stuff and Sam <laughs> and he will not let that die, will you? That's so funny. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. <laughs> but, I know that was, it's a weird, and you must see this too because you've been on YouTube for so long, that weird shift that's happening where people used to make fun of YouTube and YouTubers and the idea of like posting things on the internet and like yeah. sitting at home in your room by yourself and yeah. now people are like, no, it's just, this is a career choice for people. And now there's like this weird shift in media and entertainment that's now suddenly like, oh, no, this is cool. We th- we've always yeah. thought this is cool. And you're like, no, no, you didn't. Yeah. This is a direct example of that. Yeah. In a way. It's like, well, I don't know if they think that. That implies that they think I'm cool. I'm sure they still don't because I watch them from time to time. And oh, know, are they go- still in- gardening with Jane is still a hit. <laughs> so I don't know if my. <laughs> wait, <laughs> how do we, wait, how do we watch this? Um, t- I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that it's, but it's a TV, a TV third. I mean, it's a. TV30.org, I think. Is Ama- there. I'm oh. plugging them. How can they hit me for this? <laughs> so no, funny. You're giving where, them where, attention. Where are they based? They're based in northern in, uh, the Tri Valley, where I okay, I grew well, that's up. where you grew up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And, and, no, it's it's it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. What was the beginning? Like you were saying, you were going to YouTube events in the beginning. What was like the the first time that you met a YouTuber that you were like, oh my god, I'm yeah. starstruck by this person. Uh, that was at YouTube uh, Live. YouTube <gasps> Live. What, do you remember that? Yes, I watched it online. Yeah, I it was. was there. Wasn't it Katy Perry? Katy Perry and when, Bo Burnham. And, and Bo Burnham. <laughs> yeah, and this was back when they were relatively still fresh, like, yeah. like really, really fresh. And um, yeah, and and I, I got a, I got to meet Lisa Nova, who I was oh, a big cool. fan of, and I yeah, I think I creamed a little when I saw her. And <laughs> that was that was you know it was a, it was a fun event because it was the first time any of that YouTube stuff manifested into a live like event right, where you right, can right. go to it and see firsthand these people. Yeah. And so that was it was a really the first of its kind and it's an event that I feel like not a lot of people remember even happened. I remember because I I saw Bo Burnham's videos and I thought he was super cool and I was in New York doing comedy and I remember showing a comedy friend his like math video mm-hmm. his math song and they were like that's stupid and I was like no it's not <laughs> and then I saw him he like opened the award show or something with Katy Perry and he basically just like shit on YouTube like so hard in an opening yeah. song and I was like he he hates YouTube too no yeah. what what's happening <laughs> but it was such a how I was like so jealous I wanted to be there yeah was it great it was I actually didn't get in I, I was <laughs> I actually don't even think I got tickets I was like I hopped a little uh, one of those barricades 
<laughs> so you snuck into uh, the yeah, Utah and I, and I well, the, the red carpet was just a, it was just like the red carpet at Universal Studios. Just, mm-hmm. just people would enter through it. Like it wasn't like a, <laughs> and there was some people with cameras. It wasn't like a. Yeah. So I just kind of figured, well, I could just pretend like I'm in one of these like clusters of friends. That's and so true. I think Pee Wee Herman did that in a movie where he just joins the back oh, yeah. of a group walking in. Oh, that joke was hilarious. Like I just kind of piggybacked on some people. That's fantastic. And uh, and then I got in, but I couldn't get into the indoor like the event section. So I just. Yeah, I got to see Katy Perry outside perform, and that was about it. Fun. Yeah. Was it? Was she the host? She, I don't know. I think she was just performing. Okay. I don't know. I God, I don't know. I just remember being like, why do they have Katy Perry? She's not on YouTube. <laughs> I know, this I know. It's so strange. It was, it was a weird move, yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> who, so who, when you were younger, you must have like watched comedy or liked comedy. Like what oh, were yeah. your influences when you were younger? Um, well, in high school, I was a big fan of that E-Bombs World site. Oh, yeah. And who wow. I, a man who I, I think… forgot about E-Bombs I know. World. Yeah. And Frederick Fox was one of these uh, entertainers. He would just do little videos in his room playing. Ca- a lot of it had no plot or substance. Uh-huh. It was just him being silly in front of a camera. And that was really the first of anyone doing it intentionally. I think Numa wow. Numa wasn't… In- I don't know if that was intentional, but… Uh, oh, right. The Numa Numa kid. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this Frederick Fox guy was playing brilliant little characters. And I thought that was so brilliant that I would come home every day and just, oh, did he upload something? Did yeah. He? So that 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 urge of wanting that that material stuck with me. And I always wanted to be that figure on the other side. That was doing that for someone else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and uh, I just thought it was super, like, I found it kind of almost attractive seeing this guy become other people. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of found him more alluring in that sense. And it was kind of a an aesthetic that I've always just wanted to be yeah. myself. Um yeah, or or uh, you know, I, like John Waters, for instance, is oh, yeah, a huge yeah. inspiration. He's not an actor, but he's he's a big inspiration for for the work that I do, mainly because of his ability to paint a different scenario with the same actors over and over. And he, yeah, his uh, his artistic aesthetic is very specific to right. him. I feel like yeah, which I feel like is something you've done really well. Is like create your aesthetic. It's yeah, it's hard to it's hard to like pick something that hasn't been done and then think, well, people never get tired of this if this is my thing, right, you right, know. Right. So. It's it's a it's a risk, and I think it's something that gradually became what it is. Very cool. And you also do impressions, right? I, not well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do original characters because there's no one to compare them to. It's mm. like, oh, he's not doing that good enough. Like, <laughs> well, you don't know. I made up the character. <laughs> That's true. Wh- who did you or did you used to do impressions of, or who would you say are your best or worst impressions? I've always liked doing James Spader. Oh yeah. Oh wow. James Spader talks like this. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very. I'd like to look into my lens here because this is my lens. <laughs> wow, you sound just like him. Um, but uh, no, it's no. I I just love being pretending to be other people. Yeah, and uh, it's not good, but it's it's healthy. It's like, well, I mean, it's not good in, in the sense of like it's not it's not well done, oh. but it's it's fun. <laughs> Did you ever have any desire to like be on SNL or anything like oh. that? Oh, yeah. It's really loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, what? I mean, hey. <laughs> Get me on there. Uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, I've always wanted to be on that, on that show. Mad TV, actually. Oh, uh, I yeah. Think, I think SNL has the, the better sketches. I think Mad TV has the better cast. I think oh. they kind of, not to, I, I know that's probably making people's ears bleed hearing that, but <laughs> I just, I think there was a lot of, let me say, they're not necessarily better or worse. They're just the more underrepresented cast yeah. by far. And they're, they, to me, were more original characters yeah. in the height of that show. Yeah. And then SNL was more impressions of right. people that already existed in Hollywood or entertainment. Yeah, I felt like Mad TV kind of had this this creative stitching throughout it that I that no other show has quite. Even the, the comeback of it, I feel like, is yeah. like there's something about the Michael McDonald, Stephanie Weir era. You're just like, oh, like this is the, these ideas are so absurd. They're never going to happen again. Yeah, who was it? The FedEx guy or the UPS <laughs> the guy? The UPS guy. Yeah. With, the- uh, what was his, uh, Phil? Uh, oh God, what Phil Lamar? I think. Yes, yes, Phil yes, Lamar, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then Miss Kwan. Miss Swan. Miss Swan. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For Alex Borstein. Oh, she so amazing. good. Oh, what do you, I've, I've noticed, and this has been like a, I guess, happening on YouTube in no. general where you have to like, you title a video, then you have to say offensive. Or you have to say like, <laughs> you have to like let people know trigger warning style. Like there might be bad language in this. Yeah. Like how is that for you? Because you get just like your humor is kind of raunchy, I guess, or edgy. I think it's wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paulette. It's Paulette that's bringing <laughs> right, the raunch. Right. Uh, how do you like toe the line when you write and when you create like shows like like Funhouse and things like that? When I, when I make a jab at any other, if it's a minority or a lifestyle, I always mm-hmm. try and imagine 
what I would feel like if I was in that. Oh, that and I feel like, oh, would I be hurt by that? Or would I, or if I was watching it in a room and there was one of those people that I was talking about in that scene, would I feel uncomfortable watching it next to that person? So I kind of run it through that mental filter when I write. Right. And I'm like, no, oh, like it's fine. Like, cause, yeah. cause uh, I have a really, really diverse crowd, which I'm really proud yeah, of. What's your audience? Like who, who are you making content for? I, well, I think it's people in late teens, early twenties okay. uh, in, in North America. And then um, it's, it's a uh, North America and then the UK and then Australia. Those are my three big gotcha my three big lovers yeah. <laughs> and uh and they're i don't know it's it's pretty even split male female okay. um and yeah same with on like facebook my yeah overall it's male female mm-hmm. early 20s or so got it um that's a fun crowd to make things for mm-hmm. i think i mean I, just because just because they're they're only gonna grow you know with you at right the, and so um yeah that's fun. Well, we part of the show today is about uh, uh, International Kindness Day. Is that what it's called? Something like that? I World Kindness World Day. World Kindness that Day. Um, what do you, I mean, speaking of your audience, do you read comments? Do you get mostly like good comments? Do people freak the fuck out? Like what is the response generally? I'm very fortunate. Everyone's so nice to me. <laughs> Everyone is very, very nice to me. Genuinely. Like like I've, I rarely ever get any bad. Like I think I'm, I'm just, I can't be taken seriously enough to be upset right. at most of the time. Sure. <laughs> it's like, how do you take what I make seriously? And And I think that people just come to me for a quick, snackable, lighthearted laugh. I don't think it's it, – people oh, come okay. there with these giant expectations that I could somehow destroy. Um, and so I, I don't know. I just – I have fun with everything. And I think if you admit fun, then people respond to you with an optimistic uh, – yeah, yeah, and I guess because you're a character and you're not like a real person, there's not like a right. person to get mad at necessarily. Right. It's like the character just being ridiculous instead of them kind of connecting. Because you don't do thing the thing a lot of YouTubers do where it's like you open up the video as yourself being like, hey, guys, watch oh, yeah. this clip of this thing and then close it out as yourself. So there's, you're just in this world of this character the whole time. Yeah, a majority of people in this world are very boring, myself included. <laughs> when I don't have a character on me, I'm very boring. And I don't think, I don't think you people deserve to have to see that at the top of my video. <laughs> That's so kind <laughs> so of you. <laughs> I think, I mean, if I'm watching, if okay, for instance, if there's an actor that I really love, a character actor, and uh-huh. he started every one of his films going, hey guys, <laughs> it's, it's me, Ryan Reynolds. I just want to say, I'm going to be playing this character. It's really great. Yeah. Here's the, start the movie. You know, it's That's like, so true. No, just start the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to brand myself as a person. I, I like the idea that my characters take on a, a bigger persona. I just like to ride shortly behind them on their coattails. There you go. Yeah. That's a good strategy. We're talking about brand building, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are there any characters that you haven't fully developed yet that you still have, like, in the back burner that you're waiting to do something with? Yes, yes, yeah. I do. I have, I, I have very fleshed out characters that I just haven't had time to to touch yet. One of them is a cat. As a cat? Yeah. I've, I've workshopped this character on Instagram a few times, uh-huh. but yeah, it's a cat. Um, the other one is a ghost. Perfect. I always wanted to play a ghost. Why not? And I feel Halloween's coming up, so I, I hope to do something like that. That's fun. Um, and uh, yeah, and I've and none of my characters are are um, are, are, are have have kids or, or give birth, and so I think right. that doing a character who goes into labor would be quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think a character that's constantly in labor could constantly. Be fun. <laughs> it's just she's always crowning, <laughs> and the baby's constantly there and becomes her sidekick when it looks. Up. <laughs> hey, mommy, it's baby and mommy together. I <laughs> smell a Snapchat series. Um, so you just finished season two of yeah. Fun House. Yeah. What was how was working like season one versus season two? Season two finally felt like we knew what the fuck we were doing. Can I say? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Not too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, season season two felt like we were we were all kind of we knew what we were doing and uh-huh. we knew uh, we knew the characters. Season one, we got we did the first episode not even knowing we would get any more episodes. We just oh, shot, so you just shot a pilot basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and then we got the second episode and we eventually I think shot all seven episodes without even finding a. Uh, a buyer. Really? And so yeah, we, were, we all kind of didn't know if the show was, and because we didn't get the episodes all at once, mm-hmm. we we didn't, we weren't able to like write a cohesive story throughout. Gotcha. So we were kind of laying the tracks down as we went. Gotcha, gotcha, and then, gotcha. Yeah, we were, we were uh, graciously saved by the powers that be. <laughs> Papa full screen. <laughs> Papa full screen. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, yeah. So, and then once we got season two, then mm-hmm. it was just, oh, okay, let's write it as a season, not episode by episode. Right, right, so. right. That probably does you more favors. It did a lot of favors. Yeah. <laughs> is there season three in the works or is that still up in there? I, I would, I would be very surprised, uh, if not, but I don't, I, I don't think any official word has come through, but okay. I can't, 
You can't if you can't say anything. It's that's all, okay. It's all it's all gray. Let's say <laughs> hypothetically, there's a season three that happens. Yes. <laughs> What's an ideal thing that you would want to happen in season three? Have you thought about that? Yes, um, I actually have written the treatment for season oh, three already. Cool. So it's already all seven episodes. Ooh. Um, and uh, yeah, Justin Bieber's a character. <laughs> Wait, but is it you doing Bieber? No, I, I want to find an actor if I, if, I mean, if I can't oh, get the real thing. Right. I if mean, you're watching this. He's, he took off of his tour. He went on break from his tour. So well, he's available. I have available. some work for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, no, uh, I, I want to I bring him into the world of Magic Funhouse. So oh, that would I be feel like so be fun. fun. I want to find someone who genuinely looks like him. Oh, that would be <laughs> so, a Bieber impersonator. Oh, it would be great. Right, oh, right. That'd be so, so fantastic. Um, yeah, it's, 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 and I just want to push the limits more. I, I, we've had no nudity yet. I don't know why that's a, you know. <laughs> you seem bothered by that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we would have had a tit by now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but not, nope. Not season so three, here's hoping. Yeah, here's a lot of tits in season three. I hope you're ready. Are you? <laughs> At least five. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the traditional world would, other than Bieber, would you want to work with or like make a cameo in something that you create? I've always wanted to do like a little duo with Stephen Hawking, like a little like science <laughs> duo, like. <laughs> I don't kind of like. I mean, if you take it to public access and you just call it Little Duo with Stephen Hawking. Little Duo. <laughs> Uh, Sit down, I got this. <laughs> that's what that's the, that's the tagline. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sit down, we're gonna learn about stars. I mean, if there's any buyers out there, this is an uh, amazing PBS, pitch. PBS, I'm looking at you. Yep, I think uh, I could be your next star. It's just produced by Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's great. I it's, love it. Yeah, I kind of want to crowdfund this right now. It'd yeah. be amazing. It'll be a semi-accurate info because every science show, it's all factual. Yeah, yeah, I like. That's <laughs> how you open it up. You just hate all regular science shows. So this one, no fact checking on this one. Yeah. we just spout. We just spout. Um, well, we want to get into talking more about uh, children's shows because we using your show as an inspiration, reflecting oh. on shows that you watch mm -hmm. as an adult when you were a kid. They're really fucked up, a lot of them. Yeah. But before we get to that, I'm going to ask you the questions I ask every guest that's on the podcast. Let's do it. And the first one is, who in the world, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Hmm. Probably Albert Einstein. Okay. I think it would look funny. <laughs> but but now. But now. Where, is he is he cremated or is he? I don't know. I feel like throwing it at the ashes wouldn't be as funny. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a kind of negative message. But. It's funny because it's like, oh, I got the spaghetti. Or, what is he? <laughs> I got the spaghetti. Oh my he's German. Yeah, he's German. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it'd make a great GIF, if anything, or a great vine. It would. It's GIF. Huh? Yeah. I heard it from Grace Helbig. I've always wondered with the GIF or GIF. But I, I, but Jack has a different thing. I I've I said GIF. I said GIF because uh, years ago a computer programmer friend told me that choosy computer programmers choose GIF. And they're the ones that I guess created GIFs to begin with. And so ah. I was like, okay. So I just say it. But he might be completely lying. It's an age-old debate that has no lying? end. No, I know that that's true. That the, that the person who created it said it's properly pronounced GIF. Okay. Um, but there's, a, there's actually a really good uh, – um, Mike Rignetta video mm -hmm. when he, back when he was doing PBS Idea Channel where he was talking about like should we call it GIF just because the creator says that's that's how to pronounce it when 80% of the world calls it GIF oh and he really gets into deep uh, as to like what the proper pronunciation is see PBS needs content like that see? so uh, there you go. Little Duo is perfect Little Duo <laughs> so we landed on Little yeah. Duo <laughs> um, the other question that I ask every uh, guest on the podcast is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or mm -hmm. close call but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine's college jogging front lawn. Yeah, it's um, a little no no mystery there. Nope, is nope, there? it's no. pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> elementary <laughs> walking home, not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. underestimated time. <laughs> <laughs> You're in elementary school. Time is an illusion at that point. You don't know. You try and just there's something about the act of walking. It's like I could stay still. <laughs> But, and, I'm but not, I gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can stay still, but this isn't gonna go away. <laughs> and I feel like just the act of walking just makes your anus dance, and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
On that note, we now have some Twitter questions for you. I yes. tweeted out asking the audience to send us their dumbest, funnest questions. And here we go. This is from oh, Mai. Mm. If you had to be one of your characters for the rest of your life, who would you be? That's a good question. It's an easy question. Oh. Uh, her name is Bryce Tank Thrust. She's the CEO of many <laughs> large companies. Okay. <laughs> I like that you're doing this hand gesture. She's, like you're holding she's, two giant tits. Yeah, well, she's got them. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. But if she was a real person, I think she'd have massive tits. Uh-huh. And uh, she's confident and she and she fucks anything and anyone she wants. <laughs> <laughs> what a lady. She's quite a lady. Wow. Nice. All right. Uh, another question is from Ariel Palin. Who do you like better, or which do you like better, creating characters or designing costumes? Uh, I, I consider them quite synonymous. I feel like oh, yeah. the character is the costume, and the and you don't quite become it until you see yourself in the mirror. True. Which, I don't know, I just consider it all one project. If I'm going to create a character, I'm going to, what are they wearing? What does their hair look like? What, you know, how tall are they? How short are they? How they yeah. You know, so. Do you have formal training in, like, fashion design at all? <laughs> no. No, you just have a glue gun and a hope. <laughs> and a hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope hard. Yeah. That's fa- So you've designed all the costumes for every character that you've done. Yeah, I, uh, for Magic Funhouse, I only made the Mr. Mar- Marble costume. Okay. Um, but then we had a costume designer actually stitch. I, I just had sketches of what they roughly would look like. Right. But for all my characters, yeah, I make everything. I make everything down to their props, to their if, wow. if it's a prop that I can't get on Amazon or some like, you know, store, then I have to make it. And um that's fun. I feel like if you just have a vision for something, then it's easy to just yeah. construct it if it's clear enough in your head. Your house um, must look fucking crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> is it just like a graveyard of props and costumes? Luckily, I have a lot of storage space. It's oh, not a good. big. I live in an apartment. It's a very small apartment. Okay, but it has a lot. It has like two walk-in closets and like a, it's huge storage space. So uh, yeah, it's. I have one small closet for my stuff, <laughs> and then everything else for twenty something other people. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think we have one more question from Twitter. This is from Fandasol. Or would you rather smell someone's butt or kiss one? Sorry for the all caps. Wow. I feel like with with the kiss, you're already smelling it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like I, I'd just take a sniff. Thank you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about whose ass this even is. No, it's true. There's so many unanswered questions. Someone's. There, there's a lot of hypothetical gaps we need covered. Yeah. But I will sniff. <laughs> okay. Gladly. Good. I mean, good for you. We're, you, there's Thank only you. two types of people in the world. <laughs> what about you? What what would you do? I would do sniff because yeah, I'm, I, you're gonna hold your breath and kiss someone. Uh, I'm gonna sniff. You can get in and out. There's yeah, no like res, uh, residual anything. Yeah, yeah nothing <laughs> um, sticking. And now we have a segment called This is Curious where we find something you've posted on social media <laughs> and we just want the explanation behind what and where this came from. This is an Instagram photo uh, that you posted on June 27th and it's got a tiny little Barbie hand holding a uh, phone up to your ear. You look concerned and the caption says, Nancy said, what? <laughs> What's happening here? Um, first of all, my assistant is a nine-month-old. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, I, that was, we were, sh- uh, the intro for Magic Funhouse, that's when we were uh-huh. shooting, it's like a semi-animated intro where, oh. with a lot of stop motion, a lot of, and there's like a, a weird, like when the Super Deluxe logo comes up, this hand with a phone hold. I don't know the context. It wasn't even <laughs> my idea. I don't know why there's a phone that comes out. Sure. But I just thought it looked like a funny prop by itself, just oh. a hand holding a phone. It's so <laughs> tiny. It's so funny and it almost looks like it's my hand like I, I, that's what I was gonna say I was I like had, it looks like you photoshopped your hand really tiny and very lotioned yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lotioned I know very it's very very dry yeah. moisturized um, okay now we thought you might be uh, the expert to turn to okay. to help us fix children's shows because uh, like we said children's shows when you think about them in hindsight are kind of fucked up and weird and there's a lot of questions so we wanted to kind of talk through some of the most iconic children's shows from our youth and see what your thoughts were on fixing them or if you think that they have enough going on that they're great already this is a thing I can weigh in on. Okay. Perfect. Um, so go ahead, Jack. You can start us off. So we're going to start with Sesame Street. Mm. In particular, I think, um, you know, you've got a very primary character living in a trash can. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You think after, that show's been on the air, what, 40 years now? You think by now he would have gotten like still a, on? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, if, yeah, they got like new episodes airing on HBO and stuff now. They're mm. still in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. They haven't, none of them have gotten out of that situation <laughs> yet. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it seems like a pretty pleasant place to be. It's What's, hard to find. What is the premise? I've never actually thought through. <laughs> what is the actual? Is what, what? It's a street that people, yeah. humans and animals, puppets live mm-hmm. on. Well, they're all, yeah, they're in the ghetto and they're all fairly uneducated because it's been 40 years and they're still learning about shapes. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. That's a fucking square and we know it's hip to be one. They're still learning numbers and letters. <laughs> I don't know the premise. I don't think there is one. I think it's just another day in our shit life. Let's see how our dumpster friend is doing. Yeah, what yeah. is Oscar supposed to be? He's uh, he's a he's a, like a grouch monster living in a trash There's can. There's lots of monsters when you think about yeah. a cookie monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically Elmo is just like the after makeover version of Oscar. Yeah, kind of. Or I Grover. Mean, the, yeah, he's the, the only person living in a... Tra- the homeless man's defining trait is that he's grouchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, big... So, I mean, it's like... It's uh, misrepresentation because I've met a lot of very happy homeless people Yeah, that do not live in trash that cans. That do not live in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. My, How are they supposed to take the garbage out? That's a, that's what I want to know. Their houses must be like hoarder homes. Uh, maybe he eats the garbage. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's nasty. Yeah, what does he eat? I don't know. I think he eats the garbage. I think he does. Right? Like banana peels and stuff. Yeah. And right? Gross. Only, but the only person we see eat is romanticizing like overconsumption and binging. Cookie yeah. Monster goes uh, to yeah. fucking town on cookies. How, What's that teaching kids? Yeah, exactly. I've always wondered how that's... A, he always I heard they dialed that back. They dialed, they dialed <laughs> back. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, I would devour cookies like him yeah. because I wanted to be like Cookie Monster. <laughs> and now I'm like thinking to myself, well, that's a terrible message to... <laughs> I mean, you can make broccoli monster or yeah. carrot creep or some shit and then have him eat the <laughs> carrot creep. I like this rewrite. I yeah. like where it's my, going. My favorite character is uh, Mr. Snuffleupagus because the oh, only yeah. person who can be who can see Mr. Snuffleupagus is Big Bird. And is then, that true? I, I didn't like that. Yeah, And then is. no one believes Big Bird. Yeah, I hate that. Wow. I didn't realize all these layers. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't, is it Mr. Snuffleupagus, right? Yeah, Mr. Snuffleupagus is uh, they like, yeah. Big Bird can see him, and then no one believes Big Bird afterwards. So what it's is like, his point? What? Why does he show up? What does he help? Does he help Big Bird in any way? Or he just is there to be to like? I think he's there, and it's your. Is meant, Big Bird schizophrenic? Is meant, that what I think you're meant. Like you're meant to question if Snuffleupagus is like his imaginary friend or not, or if he just hadn't okay. been have his pills that. Day. Yeah, yeah. Or if he just didn't have his pills. Oh, yeah. he's spiraling out. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy show mm-hmm. when you analyze it. It it it, it makes me really sad because I know how happy Snuffleupagus would make all the people. Right. And they can't see him, and we know they can't see him. This conflict is unresolvable. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great if you want 40 seasons of this shit. <laughs> I mean, that writer's room must be really stressed out by this point. I know. Is yeah. weed Guys, legal over there? I got a great idea. Triangles. Tri- introducing yeah. triangles. Yeah. Trapezoids. What about your hires? Okay. <laughs> Here's another iconic show. I yes. only watched, I didn't watch this a ton, but enough. Uh, the Magic School Bus. Yes. Thank you for okay. bringing this up. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, I think this show is damn near perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this There's, seems like a very on-trend, on-brand thing for you. The, the only, yes, the only <laughs> thing that could make this show better is it being live action. Well, aren't they doing that? No, they're doing an animated one, and Miss Frizzle gives it to some other whore, and she doesn't. <laughs> and she, but luckily, Lily Tomlin came back in the first episode to do the sign-off, like, oh, I'm too old for this fucking bus. You take it and drive these kids up my ass or whatever the fuck they went. I feel like they're always going into someone's <laughs> they're body. They're always going into someone's... They're they, always going into a body. That's the part that weirds me out. I'm like, stop going up their nostrils. <laughs> and they always stop right before they reach an asshole or a urethra. Yeah. <laughs> they always stop before, before the education could really happen. Right, right. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's I don't a know, lot. But also like, what's Miss Frizzle's deal? Miss Frizzle, I don't know if they ever explain. I think there was an episode where they explained how she got the bus. I forget what it is, but that's a movie waiting to happen. Well, truly, How'd I don't know why this bus? hasn't been a live action movie. <laughs> I who, don't know. Who would you want to play Miss Frizzle? Uh, I think Lily Tomlin still. I oh, think yeah? that she's, yeah. No, no one I didn't else. realize that she was the voice. When Lily Tomlin dies, so does the show. And I don't want to see another <laughs> fucking episode of it when she passes away. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that we only remember that they went into bodies. Because I mean, I feel like I watched the, a bunch of episodes. A, well, they're going through the space right now. That's they, a, they're and I feel starry. like they went into the grass and saw like insects at one point. They did. There was a, they got underwater. Okay. And they went in a haunted house one time. And that really? was fun. <laughs> what were they learning in a haunted They were house? learning about illusions. Because it was all an illusion by some asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't realize that the bus also says Wahoo on the top of Does it. it. Like oh. that's where they're going to Funtown. Wahoo. Well, that's my kind of vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Also, was this, they're supposed to be in elementary school, right? I think they're in elementary school, yeah. Okay. So this is their whole day is one science lesson. They don't yeah. get any English or math going on. I mean, if you have a bus like that, you're getting all the education you need. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're going up people's that noses. The school's budget for field trips has been cut. So they need this bus big time. They do. And it's a wonderful tool. Yeah. Wow. Um, this next one is a show I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of. Okay. It's painful. <laughs> uh, Dora the Explorer. Oh my God. Okay. Are you familiar? Is it hard to quit the backpack? <laughs> it's a talking backpack? It's a talking backpack. Yeah. She's always getting lost or she's trying to find treasure and there's a Diego one of her. <laughs> That's all I know about this show. <laughs> all I know about this show is that. I think it's for very young kids because it's, it's unwatchable. But it's also the show that has like the longest call and response time where they propose questions to the kids that are watching and they yeah. give them time to answer in real time and it seems like the show is freezing like it freezes every single time it's a little creepy because they just look at you yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's 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 scary because what if the kid answers the question quickly and then like, she's just staring <laughs> like this response fits all <laughs> that's your answer little, she may be that's a little on the spectrum too because she doesn't have much emotion about and what if they answer wrong and she says you're right does she have parents? That's my question, too. Where is she going? Why is she always exploring? Why is she always getting lost? What's the monkey? And why is the monkey wearing Uggs? What do you think about the idea of animated characters growing up? Oh, I hate that. Like the Rugrats. Right, I know. The Rugrats grew up and then they died because they did it. Did they die? Well, I, I don't know. On Spoilers. TV anymore. <laughs> I mean, they died in my heart. Oh. They're called Rugrats, okay? <laughs> Unless they're retarded and crawling on the floor still, then that's not a Rugrat. <laughs> That's true. I, I it's that stupid. was the movie, right? The movie version they and, got older. And it's so yeah, and it's it was it called all grown up or some <laughs> uneducated shit title like that. Like, oh, don't worry, they're still stupid. <laughs> yeah. None of them have gone to school ever. No. Um okay, Jack, here. I think you can talk to this one. Yeah, so I'm in my Mr. Rogers neighborhood cosplay today. So yes, I thought we talked a little mm-hmm. bit about Mr. Rogers. I am one of him. Um and he, I always thought I was related to him because. My, did you really? I always thought I did. And my parents never corrected me because they. I was so happy that I that I somehow <laughs> had a connection to him. It's even spelled the same as my last. And uh, I just, that, what a feel good show that was. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. What, I, what's the concept of this? That he just invites you into his home and you're like, already makes in his you, home. Yeah, oh, you start he comes his home. home. Oh, you've broken you're into there. his home, yes. and he politely uh, acknowledges you when he gets home. Yes, he walks home and he he's singing a song to you when he walks to the right. front door, and he takes off his shoes. He and switches he his, his yeah. and he puts on his at home shoes. <laughs> And then yeah. he sings you a little song, "Don't you be my neighbor." And and then he and then the show starts, and he talks about he talked about like like real shit too, really like, d- like divorce, and he talked about like whoa stuff that was I don't remember that. Yeah, he was. I like, just remember he had a train that he would like go into that. Oh yes. yeah, oh. yeah, take you to the land of make believe, land of make believe, yeah, the king a- and the queen and all those other uh, dopey <laughs> fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then what was there a message like a a, a lesson? Almost every episode. Oh, Almost yeah. every episode, something, and it was like a profound lesson for kids too. Really, like it wasn't just like green is a better color. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. It was, red like, and yellow make orange. Right, right. <laughs> they were like, from what I remember, I remember like feeling like a lot of stuff would even go over my head when I'd watch it because yeah. it was so like I didn't. Understand. Now I want to watch it as an adult and figure out if I get the message still. What I find enthralling about this show is that one man can sit in front of a camera in his living room, presumably, and uh-huh. just that's the show. He's just talking to you. I mean, you're like, on one right now. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually Grace Helbig's house. Yes, thank you. We're in her uh, living room, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we've moved into the foyer. But yeah. then how does it end? Because uh, the beginning is so iconic. Do you leave his house I, at the end? God, do you? I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I think I, I think he takes the cardigan off. What? Oh, God. <laughs> That's his, like, passive Doesn't, he? doesn't he take I, off his sweater at the end? Yes, and I think the credits, I remember them rolling as you zoom out of his neighborhood. So I think you, it's implied you're leaving. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. It's oh. like a miniature, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. It's a, it's a bizarre concept all around. Um, we'll is. do one more. This one, I think, is uh, the most iconic in terms of bizarre oh, concepts. Yes. It's Teletubbies. Yeah, this show is insane. I remember I would babysit my cousins, and I... Would they'd want to watch this? And I tried so hard to understand what this was to make sense of what was happening, and I couldn't. These are space aliens. Well, they they uh, they live in a hill zone somewhere in the in the UK, <laughs> yeah. 
And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I did not, looking at this photo right now, I did not know the green one was a racial one. <laughs> yeah, they... Well, I thought they were all white. I, did, I, I don't even remember well, that them. ruined the show a bit for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's their human baby faces with like uh, monkey-like ears and just like popple bodies. Yeah, the, it, the, I remember they would make you watch shit twice. Yes. Their stomachs would play some bullshit about <laughs> painting. And then they'd make you, and then again, again, like, God damn it, no. Yeah, and th- their names were Tinkle, Winkle, and Pop. I remember that. Yeah, of course, there's some diddle molestery <laughs> names. <laughs> no, but the thing I hated the most about this show was the baby face that was in the sun. Oh, yeah, that was that. terrifying. That its only thing was to be basically a laugh track for the whole show, and yeah. it was the most annoying, obnoxious laughter ever. They would hang on to it exactly the same amount of time that Dora waits for a response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I just remember they were always, like, vacuuming their hill house. Yeah, and they would have custom that would spill everywhere. <laughs> They're always cleaning up. Oh, always cleaning it up and then eating it and then the, the, something would poop it out and I forget what happens. <laughs> but they, they lived a very mundane life. I remember feeling like my life at home was more fun than watching what they did. And- yeah, and they... I, were they a family? Were they orphans? There's a lot of like questions there's, of family dynamics here. There's no backstory involved. Because they clearly all cared for the little one as if it was aged much less than them. Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't even know their, their gender. Do, do they have gender? That, Wasn't there like a big controversy? People were saying that the purple one was gay and trying to spread the message of homosexuality to our children. Oh. Yeah, there was a lot of people. I mean, when you produce a show like this that has so many unanswered questions, people conspiracize. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> they make a rainbow. <laughs> they, make, they are a rainbow. Yeah, they're nothing but rainbow holes. That's all I see. I mean, this is... Did you ever... I never watched this, but I know of the, the Wiggles. Oh, yeah. Fi- oh, that, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We don't have to get into them. Those, but- that's a very touchy subject for me, The Wiggles. <laughs> I was not inspired once from that show. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to see you play four different... Because there's only four, right? Wiggles? I think there was only four Wiggles. Yeah, yeah. If you, I would love to see a video of you being every Wiggle. I can be. I mean, <laughs> I should be. Are they still around? What happened to them? They. We talked about this once on the podcast. I think that they. Yeah, they're get, like multimillionaires. But now. they like replace the people when they leave the group, oh, like yeah. the, Power Rangers. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Except you wow. can see their faces, so they didn't like think it through in the beginning. But they're like one of Australia's like highest earning musical groups because they're Australian. Oh no! Yeah, oh, I feel bad for Australia. <laughs> they're like, no, no, that's not ours. That's not us. <laughs> That's UK, maybe? That seemed like something they'd make. No. Yeah, because this was, Teletubbies was a UK show, right? I think it, so, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, oh did, yeah, because the announcer was like, he would always be like, there's Tinkle, Winkle, yeah, and Pop. And the weird-ass <laughs> frame rate that would play, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it was definitely. Well, here's, we didn't do this one, but I'm curious. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yes, yes. And this feels like yes. this is something that may, you've been inspired oh, by. Oh, yeah. This this was possibly the only show I watched in like the, you know, from like four to six. Yeah, yeah. It was like the only thing that I would ever watch. And I always found it fascinating because I knew it was all fake. I knew this sure. was like a set and this was a show. And I always wanted to know what they were like when the cameras were off. <laughs> I always wanted to know what that lifestyle was like. Yeah. And it's been like this burning like curiosity because there's no BTS footage of that show. There's no right. there's very little recollection of like what that set was like. And I've always just been intrigued by it. So I, yeah, that's that is the magic funhouse uh, yeah. inspiration right there. It's <laughs> I mean, I don't remember watching the show growing up, but I watched the movies when they came out. Oh, yeah. Uh but the, and then looking back on the set, I'm like, why didn't my parents let me watch this? Like, the, there was no they put on Teletubbies like that, but Pee-wee's oh, Playhouse yeah. it was, was never it, available. It was a trippy show. He lives in a colorful house, and all the furniture talks. Right, like, they all have faces. and They stuff. all have faces, and they were like very like eerily puppeted. Yeah, like well, like, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was it was creepy, but yeah, I I don't know. It was one of those weird shows where it's like, where did the inspiration for this come from? <laughs> well, you can see you saying that. I'm like, oh, then no wonder that must have inspired Blue's Clues. Because everything in the house had a face oh, that talked yeah. to this one guy that presented himself straight at camera the whole time. I really found him soothing, Steve. Oh, well, that's great because we have a gift to give you for being a guest <laughs> on the podcast oh, well, because um, you've given us your time. So we wanted to make sure that you felt uh, as oh, adored my. as we think of you. Diane's bringing it out Aww. for you right here. I think um, oh, wow. I think it'll be right up your alley. Oh, geez. I could have. <laughs> You're comfortable. I like this bag. A it's lot. a good bag. Good job. Full screen. And it's, it's girthy. It's what got is that? Weight. It's weight. That yeah, wrong word. <laughs> Let's see here. It's a. It's a. Ah! 
Aww. It's a headshot of Steve from it's Blue's Steve, Clues. And I find him very soothing. Yeah, it's I'm, definitely signed by Steve. <laughs> oh my God, it is. I didn't see that. It's definitely not art department faking a signature. No, I, I was trying to play along with it, but uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Brandon, this has been so fun. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. For, I don't, uh, what's the protocol? What do you do at the end of the show? Do we well, hug the end or is of, it a This is where you plug all your stuff. Yeah, you tell us where Here people can find everything you do. Okay, well... <laughs> You can leave that on Stop the floor. In. My, I'll hold it. Don't like, worry. Oh, we'll take care yeah. of it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, YouTube. Brandon Rogers and Stuff and Sam, my new series. <laughs> Stuff and Sam, my new series on Facebook. Fun. Um, yeah, new episodes every Saturday morning. And we can still watch uh, Funhouse on full screen, right? Yes, Magic Funhouse, both seasons. You can binge every episode on full screen. Yay! And it's going to be amazing. If you watched them all already, just binge them again. It'll, it's healthy for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you again so much. Thank Go you. check out everything Brandon does. It's absolutely hilarious. And you won't be upset that you've spent time doing that. Not at all. No, not at all. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye! Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. Not too deep. Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Fullscreen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.